It's a story about robot martial arts, mystical special techniques, camaraderie, betrayal, heartbreak, romance, a horse piloting a robot, and so much screaming. That's right, it's G Gundam. In one concise package of a show. All all in 49 episodes. Oh my gosh. Well, frankly, it's been, I can't believe we've waited this long to talk about this show. And I, I also can't wait too long to announce that Joe is back. Joe, welcome back to the show. Look, the East is burning red. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was Domon or our friend Joe. Wow. It's me, Jomon. Jomon. <laughs> okay. I like that. Um, yeah, naturally, when it comes to talking Big Macs, Joe and, is our expert. And the timeline of just Gundam in general. No kidding. He's out I, here. I, Future I, Century 0060, which is actually where uh, that's the universe G Gundam's in, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Yeah, we got those nice little branch off universes that don't have to actually affect the real timeline, but uh, can have all sorts of nods and cameos from other timeline Gundams in it, too. Um, uh, as I told Tom yesterday, uh, there's a little special part of my, my brain completely dedicated to the chance that I will get to talk about G Gundam on any given day. Absolutely. <laughs> as soon as that happens, um, the entirety of my body is taken over by that, that urge and I won't stop. I'm shaking. I love this show so much. Well, listen, I've been ready to burst. You know, we were supposed to record yesterday with Joe. Unfortunately, something came up. So we had to push it to today. And like, it's, I've been about ready to pop talking about. I'm about to bust. <laughs> I'm about to bust. So I'm really excited for this episode. But yes, uh, if this is your first time joining, this is the I Married a Week podcast where me and Danielle talk anime. And on top of that, we have our buddy Joe here. So G Gundam, we, we mentioned in our Thunderbolt episode, this is definitely, uh, this is our favorite Gundam show. Should it be? Probably not. <clears throat> I think, you know what? I, I will 100%. Anybody who wants to fight me on that <laughs> this is not the best Gundam series is going to get a burning finger right to the <laughs> damn face. And I'll destroy their head, immediately disqualifying disqualify them from the tournament. And that's okay? just it. Okay. And that's just it. Like, Come at me. This show is so... Uh, it is so 90s, it hurts, but it's so perfectly nope. 90s. It's almost like it's that nice time capsule, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, what that did for mm. the 90s. G Gundam did for 90s anime. Yes. It is everything. 100%. Can you expect his special move, kind of like Sailor Moon, once an episode? Absolutely. We're just waiting for the old burning thingy. Can you get a skin tight transformation sequence right oh. before you get into them giant battle scenes? You're damn right. And will you get a, a creepy little peek at Domon's tushy? You're damn right. As soon yeah. as that suit just squeezes. Hey, hey, it. hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I, you know, I wrote down in my show notes that I think this is the first show I ever watched that it had fan service for the ladies. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing Big tittied animated girls. I mean, granted, hey, I can appreciate a well-drawn lady form, but I want to see some domo tushy every once in a while. And once does in it a while, deliver? You're getting, a, you're getting a healthy dose every episode with this darn well, show. And I want to say, like, the ladies don't just look at the tushy, okay? He's got the pecs, the arms, the quads. I mean, he is jacked. Damn and you I like man. it. <laughs> Dang it. Hashtag the perfect man doesn't exist to a transformation sequence. Like anyway, okay, but before we go too crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, quick little rundown of the show. 49 episodes, so totally, totally watchable in such a short amount of time. It is, I think, the most comprehensive of, of Gundam shows due to its lack of politics. The only politics in here is mm -hmm. Some spoilers that'll happen, but just basically, it's a big tournament arc, and yes. we we love that shit, baby. I think to kind of expand on that too, uh, it is 
now that I think about it, Tom, I think this is probably my favorite tournament arc of any anime because the entire oh. show is a tournament arc that never slows down. It's true, and I'd love to join you there if I didn't have such an allegiance oh. to. Have you ever heard this show, Yu Yu Haku Show? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Right there. This, this and Yu Yu are Dude. would be tied for me like that. Absolutely. If I wasn't so obsessed with Yu Yu Haku Show, I'd give it to this show, but. I was going to say Hunter Hunter also has some. Hunter Hunter is great, but again. Peter Arts, but tournament arts. There's but. something about it. Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. definitely. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. But, uh, and this is what I was going to mention earlier to you guys. Something that's so perfect for this show. All right. So, so it started airing in 1994, right? But what day in 1994? I don't know. April 1st, April Fool's <laughs> Day of all days. <laughs> I think we, it, it set us all up to be disappointed because I go, oh, it's probably some joke. Oh, wait, no, this is the best Gundam show of all time. <laughs> um, well, you, can't, you can't make a great fighting anime out of Gundam. Oh, wait. Wait a <laughs> tick. And I like to imagine that that first episode literally was supposed to be a, a fake and then everybody loved it so much. And they're like, ah, shit, write more. Get to the drawing boards, people. <laughs> yeah, and then they just so happened to go to a genius who wrote a phenomenal show. Is it cheesy? Yes. Do we love it? Yes. <laughs> Does it take itself 200% serious? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> better for it. Um, now, I'm going to I'm going to kind of slide in here for a second. I want Joe um if they didn't listen to our other Gundam episode, just talk about some history of Gundam just a little bit, not Absolutely. too long, kind of where this yeah. lands us. And then also a question I have for you is that you can probably explain in your answer is, was this G Gundam the first anime to, I know you already hinted it, so you answered it, but to feature an alternate timeline and also where the, the Gundams have that kinetic control and it's not like the levers and yeah. what we are used to seeing and joe before you get into that did you want a printout of the 90 questions that just <laughs> came out or <laughs> is it you just gave him <laughs> uh, uh danielle great questions i'd like to say that at the first off my, yeah, right. my stance is so um a little bit a little bit going off of gundam is gundam is typically a uh, political drama between two ideologies of the Earth Federation and the Xeon space noids. So really just going over like, hey, Earth wants to control humans. Like, hey, you are people. You're part of us. Even though you're in space, we control your colonies. And the colonies, given the good old American hoorah, saying, uh, fuck that. So and then they turn into basically space Nazis. So it gets very weird. Yeah. Um, and but very convoluted too. Very convoluted, yes. So it's that's what Gundam t kind of typically is—a a way to, especially I'd say with Japan's uh, Japan coming out of World War II—is another way to kind of frame the ideals of war and to help children kind of wrap their heads around this. Because you were getting children in the seventies that were coming from families that had been around during World War II. Um, it's just kind of my idea of like, you know, this is a better way. Like, how do you convey? the complexities of war in a easier to digest situation. And that's, that's kind of what Gundam tends to manifest. And then in the nineties, America got lucky enough to have uh, a few Gundam series come to us first. Mm -hmm. Well, not first, but our first, a little dabble in it. Um, and Daniel, as you asked about an alternate timeline, we uh, Gundam wing was our was at least the first one I remember seeing. I don't, I believe Gundam Wing was made after G Gundam, mm -hmm. one based on art style, if I remember correctly, too. But uh, G Gundam and Gundam Wing both have alternate timelines. So as opposed to the Universal Century timeline, um, Gundam Wing is the after colony. And then, Tommy, you, I believe you said what uh, G Gundam's timeline is called. I don't actually remember the, yeah, the full. Future Century 0060. There we go. So what's what's good with this one is it still kind of takes the idea of space colonies and Earth, except Earth is just a massive arena. Every city is like there's still people that live there. But for the most part, Earth is primarily in a, a battle arena for all the colonies that represent the different countries of Earth to compete. The winner of the actual championship then is the leader. That country is the leader of all the colonies for a whole year. 
So it's kind of an interesting way of taking on like how they manage their leadership as opposed to wars. They got away from wars by doing these tournaments instead. It's it's so beautiful. And on top of that, I don't know why they do it. But when you're actually setting the scene and you're seeing Earth for the first time, they on one axis of the planet have these pillars that then electrify and turn into a fence. Yes. Okay, so you go around it if you have a boxing arena. Here you go. Yeah. Um, so very interesting imagery that doesn't make any sense. But um, sorry, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say too, and Daniel, to the other question of um, this was definitely the fir- the first series to, to actually take it. Yes, to not, instead of you being a pilot in the sense that hey, you're going to use like actual control sticks. Is no, you have basically an expansion of the the psycho like the psycho frame ideas that we mm-hmm. talked about in thunderbolt taken into a full body account for that um so in some ways you could almost see they're like oh this is sort of like you could almost say g gundam happens way after all the wars of the universal century and they took that technology and advanced it way further um so that and everyone you, you has the full body yes so you get the idea that you control every aspect of your gundam but you also feel every aspect of your gundam like that's, that's your what i like about ripped it off? yes it's so cool because like even though they're just war machines and in the other gundams it's like yeah cool you're basically in a pod racer with legs and arms but like <laughs> it is very cool but like in a scenario where yeah they're fighting there's no like there's no flinching or anything it's just like well i'm gonna keep r- rock'em sock'eming right into you yep. until this thing can't move and this no it's i mean you can just keep fighting until someone gives up because of just pure pain if the robot's arm gets ripped off you're getting the old electro shakarino exactly and um what's uh, i think another interesting thing about this is that typically gundam series are all about like hey get some big guns and big beam sabers and just all weaponry as they are war machines uh g gundam you don't see a lot of guns they are very rare in here to the point that when a gundam does show up with a rifle in one of the (laughs) fights royal gundam you're like oh shit this guy means business he has gun yeah like you'll see a couple pellets coming from the actual like helmet of uh dome yep. occasionally and like he eventually you get Vulcan has guns they have sometimes like energy like projection but for the most part yeah no no guns and then yeah as soon as there's a gun you're like fist can't beat bullet yeah, exactly <laughs> um danielle did that answer any of your questions oh yeah definitely okay beautiful 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 i'm just you know <laughs> Cheers to Joe that he answered all my questions. Yeah, I didn't. I she got to question two, and I my eyes glossed over. I didn't know what the heck was happening. I was like, "All right, how can I?" I'm like, "I'm gonna smoothly transition between these two. I'm gonna hit them all. I'm gonna hit them all." (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And then just in case anyone's wondering, because Joe's voice, uh, you know, we'll we'll try and catch it as much as we can. Sometimes it turns a little bit roboto. He's just joining us via Discord today, so he doesn't. He isn't a robot. He's I just, have actually become the machine. I am the ghost <laughs> in the shell, if you will. Uh, well, that's that's Joe Moan for you. There, it's Joe, Joe Moan Kashu is here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, beautiful story of a young uh, man who, uh, under unfortunate circumstances and some things, his brother goes a little AWOL. And you know what? Here's the thing, you know, and one of the gripes initially. So the premise is his father and his brother are making this Gundam which they've aptly named Devil Gundam for some reason. I like what Hey, come on out and help your pops. We're going to go work on something. Cool, dad. Can I actually, join you? Actually, actually, Tom, Devil Gundam does have a different name before it changed. Does it? It sure does cuz I always thought to that too. I was like, why the hell would you call this Gundam <laughs> Devil Gundam when it's supposed to save the planet? It is originally called Ultimate Gundam. Oh. And then on the issues that happen upon re-entry to the earth and its corruption that's when it becomes the devil gundam got you okay so i stand corrected i still kind of like thinking that they went out there into the old garage <laughs> to build devil gundam but no I, that, and let's that makes sense. let's also throw it out there for the people who may have watched it um dubbed as well in the dub it's going to oh, be yes. called dark gundam oh yeah in the dub it is dark gundam yep. now this is a show not you know what beautiful Beautiful segue to that. This is a show that we've watched in both, correct? 
Um, we have now. My gripe is, oh, no. I try not to be like this. I'm turning into a sub. Uh, you know, I'm like bougie now. I can only watch sub. It's I the went only sub psycho. Yeah, I went back through because I wanted to watch some scenes. Uh, and just kind of like get a refresher. The English was terrible. No, come on. Okay. Unless I was oh, no. watching like an off like YouTube upload, it did not sound yeah, for, right. For any other show, yes, it would be an awful dub. Yeah. For this it, one though, this it one matches. 100% need, I, I think it kind of needs the American dub because they're, they're, Domon is just so angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the American voice actor, Mark Gotha, uh, a, a Canadian who managed to voice uh, one of our favorite characters. He, no, he did very, very well. And I will agree that, yes, it te- technically it sounds a lot cooler in Japanese, but there is something. And granted, it's because I used to go home from school and watch this on Toonami. There is something yeah. about his original thing, which a little fun fact for both of you guys. Uh, after retiring from acting, this is why eventually, you know what? I'll get him on this show just to have him scream I, and then oh say, OK, thanks. But he retired from acting uh, in, about, in like 2006 to focus on medical school. So now he is a physician. Domon Kashu, the glow up. <laughs> Seriously. Doc, he became Dr. Kashu. <gasps> oh, my God. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So, no, uh, many blessings to him. I hope he's doing well with his physician life. He's, uh, he's a voice actor that, yes, the quality is not 100%, but the feeling in my heart. Do you know what? Then I wonder 100%. if what I watched on YouTube was a weird like someone else dubbed over it because we had watched originally when we had started watching yes. it was it was dubbed and yeah. I didn't hate it so I wonder if something was off with maybe that upload and they did something else to get around copyright who knows Listen, but we're not uh, trying to you pressure know, you into loving even, it they now. might have even like changed the uh like up the pitch of it or something or maybe because it just it didn't and I didn't remember it being that bad so I'm oh, gonna no, have no, to no 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 it's it's bad. <laughs> okay. No, but it's real bad, but it's good. Yeah. Um, that aside, I agree. Domonkashi, that ending scene that you love to watch. Oh, I don't want to spoil it now, but no, when I... we talk about that scene now, if you, which I did, I watched the English dub and then the sub. And I think I prefer the English dub. In the last scene, though, see, the here you are, scene. you're talking smack on it, and then you're loving it. This is why I can never <laughs> fully get a grip on what the heck you're talking about. Well, I know that um, I want to, you know, do a clip when we get there for the audience to listen. Obviously, they won't know what he's saying in Japanese, but I, the passion is 100% there in the English dub versus the sub. Just a little bit more. And... Uh, it, yeah, I'm I'm going to refrain from saying anything else because I don't want to be too. Um, I, 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 we, we, we haven't fully described. So we did. I think we were kind of starting it and then I got into the whole devil Gundam thing. But essentially Domon, uh, his father and his brother, they're making this ultimate Gundam from what I've been uh, told. Thank you, Joe. And you. at some point. Is it the military bus in? What was it, Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the the yeah, the Japanese government are like, we want this like you can't do this. They're trying to take control. And of course, they do have guns and <laughs> gunfire happens and sadness prevails. Yeah. So unfortunately, in the crossfire, Dr. Right. Yeah. Dr. Uh, Kashu. Was he hit? No, right? he gets captured. He, he wasn't hit. Yeah, he gets captured. Oh, Mama Domo no. gets killed. I'm sorry, Mama that's Kachu what I meant. gets blasted as as Domo uh, quite passionately tells to Kyoji later on. He's like, mom's dead and dad's in a comatose state? <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Kyoji. I don't know why I was thinking. The amount of Kyoji uh, screams I'm going to put throughout my, here. My apologies. Hey, you get that wrong one more time. I'm cutting you out. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Kyoji jumps into this Gundam and just uh, goes to Earth. Peace. Yeah, he just goes on down to Earth and then it's this whole thing. So Domon's in a bad situation here. Um, He is the brother of now a madman who's on the loose. And his dad is now frozen. 
His mother's now dead. This guy can't catch a break on episode one. And seriously, do they actually get into this episode one? No, I think it's just that Mm -hmm. fight with that really annoying dude on episode one. Yeah, he just uh, all he says is like, have you seen this man? Oh, dude, that's pretty good, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, plot twist. It's me. (laughs) It's Mark. Right. So. Basically, the mission now is if Domon wants his dad unfrozen, he needs to fight and he needs to make Japan victorious in the upcoming uh, world. I mean, what are we going to call world tournament world? uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess the world tournament. Literally world tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is. and, And what I will say is, of course, I'm very, very biased. I've talked about this, but I truly do think that the main two Gundams that uh, Domon gets to pilot in the show are my favorite. Are they the teeniest, tiniest little boys? Absolutely. This, this show has these <laughs> weird, and I think it comes with the nature of just how it is with the fighting on, in, in the tournaments. All of the Gundams in this show, if you were to take a 1-100th of like a Gundam wing, something from that show, and you take a 1-100th of Domon's Gundam, it almost looks like you have a 160th <laughs> Gundam wing Gundam just yeah. because of how s- small he is. But that's okay. And I think what was interesting, what really uh, was different with these action figures when they came out too, was this was my first time having a Gundam figure or really any action figure that came with like multiple hands that yes. you could switch out. And I'm like, and at first my idiot brain was like, I hate this. Why can't the hand just have a trigger finger and hold the gun or the sabers? Why would they do punch? I don't punch. I shoot. <laughs> yeah. So we were all they, so naive. That and we're just so much more posable with their skinnier, um, I'd say uh, scaling, but also just the way their articulation was. You could do a lot more poses with them compared to other figures. Absolutely. And this is where I think brain dead Tom comes in here. Cause I, you know, I told you I, it had to have been, maybe I lost it. I don't know, but someone stole my blue edition of Pokemon back in the day. Oh, well, I don't know what happened to it, but I had, I remember I went to the store and I was really into the show at the time and I got a burning Gundam and uh, master Gundam like two pack and it was just the figures it wasn't actually the the model kits or anything and i loved him to death i played with those all the time you know when when you're young and you're like barbies are so like, stupid what is wrong with you either way pew, 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 pew. No, no, no. <laughs> and so i had those i don't know where they went and i have stuff from before that i have like these weird dragon ball stuff that i had way before that how is it i still maintain those but I don't maintain what I really want in my old age. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's the worst thing. I, I had those two, like I lost parts to them. I gave a bunch of them to my nephew and then progressively started recollecting different, like updated versions of the figures. But uh, I still have a few of my original Gundam figures, not from G Gundam, unfortunately, but just Mm. in general. Oh, absolutely. Now with the premise laid out, it is a 90s anime. You don't have to technically watch every single episode. Oh, definitely not. Um, you can definitely find there are some, not abridged, but what would you call that? Oh, yeah, I would. I Just would basically abridged. abridged edits online. They do get rid of a lot of the stuff, though, and a lot of the punch that the randomness of this show happens. Like, as we mentioned in our, our uh, Thunderbolt episode, a little insensitive in this show. When, when, when. <laughs> When it comes to a Gundam from a certain region, it is basically a stereotype from that region. Um, oh, yeah. If you, if you want to fight Neo-Africa Zebra Gundam, <laughs> I will 100% tell you that that is a Zulu warrior-based mobile suit. <laughs> and it's, it is just as ridiculous as it sounds. He's got a spear. He's got a big shield. But, yep, that is uh, definitely not... Uh, Definitely not subtle. I mean, can we just talk about, so you're going to, in the first 10 episodes, meet all of the five main players, you know, of Domon's squad. And can we just talk about, as we were talking about with all of these crazy ass Gundams and the themes. So how much better can it get when you have the fighter for Neo America, 
whose name is <laughs> Chibity Crockett. Love it. He surfs, has a revolver, a football helmet, boxing gloves, all of this being played straight. And also <laughs> while having a great character arc. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, and a squad of ladies following and him around all the time, I, too. I made a note. Chibity is the goat of harems. Oh, yeah. He's got a yes. thousand of them following him. And he's yeah. a well-cultured man. He doesn't all just have white girls. He's got a little bit of everything. That's right. A little bit know? of everything. He like, and it's not even that he's like, ooh, ladies, don't come with me. He is there for the ladies. And mm-hmm. like respects those ladies yes. and not even and also danielle he doesn't just have one revolver he's got two <laughs> that's so, right the, so true the man is a gunslinger and like i said when you see guns you're like oh chibity means business yeah i don't know what the maybe boxing was huge in america back in the day i don't know why his gundam is a professional boxer i feel like oh, that's definitely, definitely boxing because like we didn't we didn't like soccer but you had like mike tyson going off at true. the time oh that's very true okay yep. so that was look Mike at Rocky Tyson and I'm sure Japan yeah. was like they like boxing a little yeah there. that's true that's yeah, true enjoy this <laughs> um next on the list we also have uh, George the Sand oh I love George he is I mean he's a ladies man too oh, well definitely. he's like Casanova but he doesn't want to be and yeah. do you know who he, he reminds he me of typical harem uh <laughs> protagonist like oh no 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 <laughs> Who do, who yeah, do you love, exactly. Danielle? Uh he reminds me of um what's his name from Yu Yu Hakusho? Why am I blanking? Oh, cool bar. Oh, uh, no. Karama. Karama with the rose whip. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm you because his hair. You mofo. <laughs> he does have crazy I, hair. <laughs> Tom, I just got it. <laughs> yes. But uh you know, he is very Karama esque. They're very calm. Mm-hmm. They're very Karamazic. Uh, oh, Karama is an absolute ladies' man. Oh yeah. Goodness he slays, gracious. but he, he doesn't. And then the most annoying of the group, Sai Saishi. The only oh reason he's God. annoying is just he's like 12 or something. Yeah. Yeah. His, his Gundam is pretty dope, though. Oh, absolutely. Dragon Gundam is awesome because he's mm-hmm. very much like, uh, hey, did you like Shenlong Gundam and like Ultron Gundam from Gundam Wing? Here's another uh, like Gundam that's got dragon arms. Absolutely. Yeah, there's sometimes I see the other ones and I'm like, wait, is that? Oh, no. Nope. Yep. You're like, nope. And then he got poor Argo pulling up the rear as the stereotypical Russian, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Argo Golsky <laughs> is honestly his little side story, I think, was the heaviest hitter of all of Domon's crew. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, the whole thing with basically I, we can go into it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Argo Golsky kind of I'm just going to stop saying Golsky. I think I just <laughs> like saying it, but Argo is a bit of a space pirate and he unfortunately comes across a ship or a station and well their ship hits this station and unfortunately there's a casualty and they they show it from the perspective of this husband and wife and she dies right as he's trying to like grab her now from when I say grab her, I mean from the husband's perspective, which we first see it, who is like his arch enemy, who ends up being Neo Canada. He's mm-hmm. a lumberjack Gundam. Yeah. Because, you know, that's all they do up there is chop down trees and drink <laughs> syrup. So And in, wear flannel. And wear flannel. Yeah. So he, he checks it all up. I'm surprised he didn't have a hockey stick. I think they missed. Oh, oh and a mullet. Oh, man. They missed some opportunities here. But naturally... The husband sees what he thinks is Argo, like throwing her into space. And so he just is like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. And this this whole rivalry. Well, Argo was unfortunately trying to help the woman and is just as devastated that she died. Mm-hmm. And it is a very sad portion of the story. And you definitely feel for him. Um, I mean, he's still a prisoner. He's still done some bad stuff, but you do, mm-hmm. you know. Because he was a space pirate. Yes. Yeah. And. And his his like that whole idea of the whole misunderstanding from the different perspectives mm-hmm. with Argo is I think Argo's is probably the first time that it really uh, is comes up efficiently because then after that it, that really parallels with Domon's story throughout too and just kind of an overarching thing that there's many many situations throughout that it's 
you have to like look at things from different sides to really understand a lot of depth for these characters. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Which is very surprising with like, this seems like a very base level show, but it does. Yes. This sh- again, this show has no right to be as depth or like thoughtful as it is, but my God. Yeah. I think it's like, it's like someone really liked writing, but was like, no one's going to eat this up. I need to make <laughs> yes, it something yes, dumb for kids, yes. you know? I mean, because aside from the main storyline of G Gundam, it has a stronger message of not only the environment because it is oh, yeah. desolate and because they're doing these Gundam war or Gundam fights, I should say, every four years, poor towns and people just being destroyed willy nilly because the people up in the colonies don't really think about that. But it's also the struggles of people trying to connect to one another. besides with their fists i mean they connect with their fists a lot but emotionally no i think it's a very um and this was in a remake that maybe not a lot of people like but for some reason i very much enjoyed it's it's that dynamic that happens in the newest astro boy movie the 3d uh rendered version that came out with nicholas cage voicing the doctor Mm. anyone remember this Mm-mm. I haven't seen. I know it came out, but I never saw it. Dude, it's it's actually pretty decent. Nicholas Cage voiced the Doctor, so now I have to. I believe it was. I I hope I'm right because if even not, even if it isn't, I'm gonna say it is. That's, Thanks yeah. for doing that. No, I'll I'll you. lend it to you because you better believe I own it. There are some very guilty pleasure movies like uh, Speed Racer when the Wachowski brothers decided to take on yep. Speed Racer. It's not good, but it's awesome. <laughs> so naturally. The entirety of Michael Bay's Transformers series is that for me. It's not good, but man, is it flashing. Yeah, right. Oh, I told you I saw my, uh, I was working at the theater at the time. You said Transformers, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm on the same. I don't, sometimes <laughs> I just, I think I hear things and I don't, but. <laughs> is uh, it the Pokemon? Is no, it Pokemon? Okay. Transformers. I was working at the theater still, and I believe it was not the second. Maybe it was, it was the third one that was coming out, and we got to see movies in advance before they started doing this. Hey, it's Thursday, so technically it's Friday for some reason. Come on in, everyone. Before that, <laughs> I would get to see it a day in advance. And I remember I came in late, didn't miss anything. The movie sucks. I mean, it was fun to watch, but it sucks. And Shia LaBeouf is going into a building and he's like giving paperweight. It's a very sterile looking building, different colors for each of the uh, different floors floors or whatever. And he gets in and suddenly this woman's face is on the entire screen as he's handing the paper. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, what the? And I look over the projectionist. uh, He was such a cool dude. I'm looking at him. I, I look to him. I look back up. He goes, what's wrong? I go, that's my aunt. (laughs) And yeah, sure as shit. She was even labeled under the cast, even though she didn't say a word, but her face was on screen for a couple seconds. And it just took me, I was like, Oh, hi. What are you doing? (laughs) I know Um, you. Yeah, it was very odd, but that's a tangent for another day. We'll never talk transformers (laughs) again. Um, And then the last of the crew, which I see, I always, I always decide who's better. Well, no, there's two more in the crew. Technically later on, she comes in. There is rain who is the daughter of, I think one of the government officials or like a scientist. He's also, yeah. He worked with Dr. Kashu. Yeah. So they know Domo and rain have known each other for a while. And the childhood friend. Yep. Textbook girl next door. That's rain for you. Mm. And who comes in later, Danielle, Alan B. Beardsley. Mm. Now, I can't stress that last name enough. Beardsley. Okay. Beardsley. I'm in. <laughs> so, Alan B is a little bit more of a tomboy, but she's a fighter. And I don't know. Danielle is very sure. salty with that and says, well, ew, get away. It I want to talk. Can we talk about both ladies? Yeah, Give the ladies some shining moments. Let's, so, let's hear it. Uh, Rain, I always love a smart leading lady. Mm-hmm. I watched briefly the first 10 episodes. She's like, Photon's box of toys for Yu mixed with Luna yes. from um, gar- uh, oh my gosh, from Sailor Moon. There, there we go, brain go. fart. Like getting all these gadgets, she pulls out, and she in one of the episodes when she's in the underground cave when they're in the Shinjuku um area mm-hmm. when Master Asia hasn't gone crazy yet, she's getting all of the people from those capsules when they were going to be transferred into the DG cells. 
She pulls out a pistol. She is hot. I was trying it was like, I thought she had a gun at one point. Yeah, yeah. that's right. She's hot as hell. She's a marksman. No, she's and awesome. Like and it. honestly, the sequence of her getting into her, she does actually pilot a Gundam at one point. And it is one of the better of the show's transformations. <laughs> Rising Gundam. Uh, listen, rain is packing heat. And teenage oh, yeah. boys are on Too to that heat. Packing heat. Yeah. That's just, I'll tell you. The fan service finally came back around for the boys. We're like, there it is. That's right. I have seen Domon's tight ass (laughs) too much. We need some girl action and boom, Rain answered it. I did tell Nina that we were going to be talking about sexy robots. Initially, it was going to be about Darwin and the Franks. Plot (laughs) twist. It's about G-Gundam. That's right. Well, and also not even do they have her visually, you know, looking like that in the transformation. They had to add in the um, moaning noises of Uh. how like... (laughs) hard the suits are plastered to them which question the suits are hard as hell to get on how the heck do they take them off um oh that's that's something we can leave to i don't think that's canon to ask that question no no also how sweaty do you think it is inside those suits when they come off no what you don't see is there's like a big filtration unit in those cockpits that as soon as it like gets cut (laughs) they get cut out of them well soaks now we're getting into some crazy and people are gonna think i'm an absolute weirdo first off it is so skin tight there's no room for sweat joe your, no, your pore is that's trying fair. to excrete and it's like not today get back in there but here's the other thing and this is going to be a very immature question imagine mid-fight you know you're swinging hard with uh you're, you're doing a solid kick and you let a squeaker out right <laughs> they've ne- they never cut to a behind angle is there just like a butt bubble of just and then when they're taking it off that smell oh gosh <laughs> I don't again, you know what? I don't even think no, it's still it's tight enough that it goes in there. That ain't coming out. That so bubble your fart is, actually gets pushed right back in. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you think makes oh. Domo so angry? <gasps> He's got gas. Yeah. He's, He's got, got gas. gas. <laughs> Ooh, as a boy, that thing getting so absolute like crazy tight and being a I that can't be comfortable down there. It truly can't. No. Oh no. This is like vacuum packing to the max. Oh, absolutely. Do you think Domo ever had a mo- like an awkward moment? He's like, oh, mid-fight boner for no reason. It can't, I can't do it. And all it looks like is a vacuum sealed sausage <laughs> just sitting on front of oh, his suit. Oh, gosh. Why are you limping, Domo? Did you get hit? <laughs> no. No, help me. But what he doesn't understand is when he does that, an extra beam saber comes out the pelvis of the Gundam. <laughs> Anyways, this is gone. <laughs> Anyways, talking about the girls of the show. Yeah, let's go back, go back. So, so yeah, Rain, lover. She's the perfect sidekick. She's smart, knows exactly what she needs to do to get that stupid Gundam working because mm-hmm. it always seems to have an issue. Yeah. Yeah, she's a mechanic too. This chick is just straight smart. Yeah, she's 10 out of 10 bay. My girl's smart. Um, I mean, kind of like Mega Man. She's like Roll was in the Mega Man series. Just always fixing shit. She's got it. True. Now, Allenby. Oh, here we go. I don't think it's her because obviously she's the, and correct me if I'm wrong, but she's the only female Gundam fighter in the show. I don't think... Um, I don't know if we saw a different female. No, you're right. Uh, you're right. It's just Alan B is the only one, at least the only one we see who uh, continues in the tournament. Okay. So yeah, obviously to say. props to her. She's hella dope. Yes. And we need more of that in the Gundam universe. And I'm sure it's out there with all the other future centuries and the other shows, whatever I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Daniel, you're absolutely, no, you're absolutely right. The amount of female, like, Gundam pilots that are front and center like that is very slim. Okay. Well, now I'm just pissed. Thanks, well, luckily, Joe. I mean, there's two <laughs> of them in this show. You got Rain and Allensby. Allen, That's true. Allensby, what am I saying? So, I like her, obviously, because <clears throat> girls need strong, especially young girls if they're watching anime, I think need strong, solid characters that aren't just eye candy out there. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that I have a gripe about Allenby is that I stand by my feeling that the main girl of the show, this case being Rain, 
who basically you as the viewer can get there's some kind of like feelings she has for Domon, but he's just too stupid to realize it. You can kind of get it. They Mm -hmm. write it on the wall. Well, and I'm no, I'm just (laughs) saying um, that they should always unequivocally be the only romance. Like I am very strong on that feeling. There's so many other shows I have problems with this. Um, where they the writers try and kind of make it cutesy like oh like look at this female character over here that the MC is kind of into no rain was there she you know she deals with a lot of shit from domon he's actually a pos yeah he kind of does suck a lot of times he's just shoving her to the side and it's like come on dude yeah so good for her that she stuck it out but is he really worth it in the end yeah she should just grab this dude by the throat just right straight from his freaking (laughs) adam's apple and gone domon do you want your gundam to move (laughs) or no yeah rain it's the the lakes will move and i i what did you put in my food right now domo oh man his suit's just filled yeah it's it's more than just this show i mean we just talked about rent a girlfriend you got ruka in there obviously we have chizuru but she never puts out her feelings yeah for kazuya um we're watching um is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon you have that cute little goddess who's all over bell oh i love and her to death he like doesn't get it and she's trying to stake her claim over all these other girls who are fawning over him you got asana and sao listen can we just talk about that for a second oh, alice God. in the newest season i really <laughs> loved her until she started to feel romantic towards kitty toe and then oh, i really did yeah. not like and her you went, oh, yeah, any, you were. anything in sao that ever when they tried forcing his like stepsister to be a romantic interest i raged because yeah. asuna deserve is the best girl in that show one yeah. of the best she is one of the top best girls which we've seen a running theme mm-hmm. um redheads equal best <laughs> girls in anime yeah it seems to be um, a so strong and they have like names to start with a hey, Asuka, Asuna. It's mm. there. Uh, yeah, Danielle, I'm right there with Albert you. Albert Einstein. Oh, <laughs> because they got done so dirty yeah. in the Alpine on- online part. And then this shit where Kirito's in a in a fucking simulation and Alice is like, I think I like you too. Nah, bitch, get to the back of the line. Asuna is there. It's so true. I do like Alice, though. She's a little sweetie no, pie. And, and I, I very much like Sinon in the show. But unfortunately, I mean, what do you want? You have a main character who is the best at what he does. The girls are, of course, what do you want from them to just say, oh, sorry. No, but Sinon knows about Alice and their relationship. Girls always know about this stuff, but it doesn't stop them. Okay? Well, then they're not real friends to um, <laughs> darn, Asuna because right. girls don't mess with other girls' boyfriends or exes or anything now, like that. Let's talk about a proper romance back in G Gundam world. Yes, I'm sorry. I just wanted George to say that, Chan. and Maria Louise. Oh. I mean, yes. that, they don't mess around. It's young love. They are in love. And that's that. He does have his goals, though, of trying to win the tournament. So he's very much like, hey, I can't think about you right now, but maybe later, babe. Yeah. But see, at the same time, he is is never he is never trifling on with anybody else. He has only got eyes for her. That's Mm. right. He is a he is a gentleman. (laughs) A gentle lover and a gentle man. Oh, well, yeah, he doesn't even, yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) And then we got Natasha over in Argos camp who dominatrix much with yeah that honestly that was so in the case of her i didn't know i liked her so much until i got older and i was like wait a second <laughs> i think she is one of the top in the show i definitely need to rewatch it to appreciate her again then. <laughs> she's just she's always keeping uh argo in check and it is it is nice to see that they're kind of in love too there's a lot she of plays nice the little... line of you know because obviously she's making she's watching over argo because he's still technically a prisoner he's just fighting she's a parole officer yeah she's <laughs> keeping the checks you know there's times where she lets him do what he needs to do that probably the government wouldn't want him to do and you know still making sure he's kept in line because he's a prisoner so it yeah absolutely and i'm i'm realizing so her name is natasha zabigov <laughs> oh niet <laughs> she she's you know she's very cool i like her a lot um yeah the cast is very charming there's not really one character that you 
they they have a lot of not necessarily depth, but you get to like and know a lot of the cast because they do keep coming back. It's just the, they all get to get their time to shine. Exactly. Like they, they, at first, you kind of think, oh, maybe these will just be one off characters for a bit. But they everybody really gets to be front and center when it's important and have good little arcs. Absolutely. Um, two more of the actual like main main of main people that we haven't talked about yet. We have. And I dare say, Danielle, you got to build this Gundam soon. Oh my gosh, yes. Schwarz Bruder. Schwarz. Oh. Who is our German competitor. Neo Germany. His Gundam is awesome. He is awesome. Shadow Gundam. Shadow Gundam. Shadow it Gundam. sounds badass. He turns into a tornado anytime he wants, but he is also a very confusing character in the show. Because There's nothing more than a mysterious man in a mask. Absolutely. Especially mm-hmm. when it ends up that it's actually Kyoji. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was a that was a pretty darn good twist back but, in the day. But that's the thing too. It's Kyoji asterisk. Yes, yeah, true. There, there, there is some like, but <laughs> uh, yeah. But DG cells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate, but, but nevertheless, it's nice to see the brothers. Uh, you know, mm. reunited in, in a way. Speaking of like, well, I know when we talked about the show having more emotional depth than it really had any right to be. When I rewatched everything, I got to the part where Domon and Kyoji really had like their their bro moment, and you the, you know their their like final bro moment together, and I like teared up because <laughs> it was. I think it's because it felt it was so hard seeing like how far Domo had come for this and it, like his rage finally like subsiding and doing what he had to do without giving away the specifics. But it's just like it, it was heart wrenching and I wasn't ready for that mm-hmm. as an old mm-hmm. like as, a, as being older and watching that and like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Some anime just hits different. It doesn't matter how lame the show, how maybe off the beaten path the show is if a show can get that out of you they did keep, something keep it in your life man they that that there's so much more yeah. other scenes that also truly affected i mean danielle cannot get enough of the end of this which we'll get to but yeah. before we do there is one character <laughs> we have still yet to bring up is it master asia it is master asia the undefeated of the East. <laughs> That's him. Absolutely. This is Domon's teacher who you learn to love to then learn to hate to then learn to learn to love, <laughs> love again. It's a very complicated relationship with Master Asia through is. the show. And can I just say that Master Asia's turn to the dark side was like, I was shook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not yes. something you'd expect. Yes. And it happened really quick. It happened in the map. Like, I think we see him in episode, let's say, 12, I think. Mm-hmm. And he turns in like episode 13 or 14. He's only and it felt so long watching those two shows because they do a lot or the two episodes because they yeah. do so much. And then he's just bad. And then throughout the show, he is like, I'm trying to think of what other character he's like coaching them and pushing them to be better it's like um what's his name and i'm sorry you you haka show yeah for that's the, right for the dark martial arts he's a, he was the, like, he's the kind of like a tagoro yeah yeah no, you, yeah he is a hisoka a tagoro i'm starting to notice more that you look at it that it's in a lot of stuff but yeah it is very interesting to see yes a character is bad but it's like it's not that they're bad in a way that they genuinely want to hurt people. They're just bad in a way of they're like, I have hit my limits and I'm absolutely so bored <laughs> and I need a challenge and they will do anything for said challenge to the point yep. where then they're ruining everyone's lives. Mm-hmm. And in Tagoro's also, case, turning you know? into a human, the nastiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. He, I, I, if I had to put, and I'm sorry if there's any, uh, meaty, uh, meaty, Oh. Uh, lovers out there from Maiden Abyss, but Tagoro post transformation and Midi look exactly the same to me. It's just a <laughs> sack of flesh. It's absolute gnarliness. But I digress on that. What were you going to say, Daniel? No, Joe. Say, oh, Joe. Uh, sorry. I was going to say, Danielle, great poll because I looked it up to confirm. Yeah, 
Master Asia shows up, episode 12, literally does his heel turn, episode 14. Holy Danielle. <laughs> like, that was, Listen, that was such a per- such a perfect poll. When I say that G Gundam is one of my favorite shows, I'm not mm-hmm. lying. I love it. I want to yeah, watch yeah. it again right now. It's I, an- I, I, the thing that gets me with Master Asia is what makes him even better is that not only does it Master Asia come at you like this and have two Gundams uh, <laughs> through the series, he, he has How Gundam, which is like, cool, He's uh, that's his normal one. And then it's like, oh, plot twist, bitch. That's just armor over my real Master Gundam. Get it? Because he's Master Asia. Ah, yes. Ah. But well, doesn't he, he, has, oh. he has a third. There's a mm. third part to this. As, as Danielle says in the intro, Foon Psyche. Yeah. Foon Psyche has a Gundam? Which that's the biggest question. You see that horse getting in that skin tight bodysuit. Poor horse. I think animals were harmed in the making of this anime. Oh, but um, how does that horse like have the mental capacity to oh, function that years upon years and, of well, training also you get some weird things too where the cockpits combine because foon psyche has to go into the mobile yes. armor of his of his suit but then when you see them piloting he's riding him yes. in his cockpit mhm and just, it's a little shout out to my absolute like the out the complete out of context scene that I use to introduce anybody to G Gundam, just to tell them what is this show about? You need to go to episode 39 and jump to timestamp 18 (laughs) minutes and 48 seconds, because you will have the start of this episode is when Domo and master Asia do their, the ultimate uh, fighting technique of the school of the undefeated of the East, the Sekiha Tinky Oken. Oh gosh. Um, Yes. What a good move. But they, they come out of these ruins and master Asia's hurt. And as these Gundam heads rise up, you get one, my favorite uh, summoning of the burning Gundam is Domon like, he's like, oh, they follow this here. He's like, rise Gundam! As he like snaps his finger and it just rockets out of the nearby water. I love and that. And Master A, you hear a horse whinny in the distance. And it cuts <laughs> to this shot of a Foon Psyche kicking up dirt in the distance. Master Asia whips his head around and goes, I'm right here, Foon Psyche. And then the music, he like gets reverb on his voice as he was like, now become my way. So we, as we fight together and then you get it. He, he, he goes into Master Gundam and then it cuts to the pan, the like pad that Master mm-hmm. Gundam rides around on. Oh, it transforms into a horse. So freaking good, <laughs> dude. It's the best. It is the greatest moment. I had that scene like chopped up, edited and on my iPod. And I would just listen to that like sound bit of that whole scene play out because I love it so much. That's, I think, a strong suit of this show is the moment you think you can predict it. Let's try again. Yeah, you were so wrong. Yeah. Which a great question is stemming off of that was or I guess is how does Domon get the shining Gundam into the most weird of items? So, you know, at one point, yeah, at one point it busts out of a statue of Liberty for God's sakes. How the hell did it get in there? That's actually, yeah, it's very interesting. You know, when he's going out into the prison, which for some reason, when he goes to the prison and busts out, that is one of the most memorable uh, scenes when they're riding across the frozen water. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I must have watched a thousand times on Toonami or what, but yeah, he's like, oh, I need my Gundam. Oh, it's just been underwater under all the ice. Domon, when, when did you put that there, dude? Domon, <laughs> that froze One over the past Domo week. Standing on like, standing on like uh, rumble, like rumbles, uh, ruins of a city is like Gundam. And it just rises up underneath him like the hand. He's already standing on it. Oh, I heard one time he was at a restaurant. He said Gundam and it literally came out of his plate. <laughs> <laughs> the spaghetti just moved over and he was just it was there. in the kitchen it was insane no yeah. they really packed those meatballs good uh, yeah they it was sure. in the meatballs oh the density the density <laughs> and uh yeah at the end of the day i can we can only explain this show um but it just sounds like chaos because it is a chaos it's a beautiful symphony uh of micro explosions that <laughs> Will, will I think, capture you? I think if you're not into Gundam, this yeah. is the one to get you into at least 
enjoying a Gundam show. Yes. Can we just talk about some memorable moments? I mean, I have a couple. We didn't even talk about that. So I just want to point out, we just talked about Master Asia. There's a sick moment where he's jumping off of Zaku bullets. Don't know how he does it, but there's a reason why he's the undefeated of the East and the former uh, King of Uh, Hearts. And that scarf is. He grabs one with his hand and shoves it in the barrel of a Dark Army's gun. True. So true. Yeah, those uh, that Dark Army was a very that's the only like. That's one of the few because that's a Zaku technically. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, right. The design seems as much. The design is absolutely taken from Zaku. So it's kind of your stand in. It's it's one of the few examples of a mobile suit in this Gundam universe mm-hmm. um, would be yeah, the Dark Army. So it's yeah. a stand-in for Azaku. It's a one-eyed, point, spiky, faceless multitude of enemies. It is, yeah. I mean, when he looks out at the sea of it, that is actually a pretty terrifying episode. Mm-hmm. Not in like a real terrifying sense, but anyways. Yeah, those two are pretty creepy when they're in the run-down Shinjuku area and Devil Gundam is literally underneath their feet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so some goosebump episode or scenes for me that are also memorable moments. So obviously whenever Dalmon says, This hand of mine glows with an awesome power! So I got the goosebumps and I don't even have to hear the sound bite. Um, and another great part. So, you know, I said episode 12, you get Master Asia, 14, he comes bad. Which at the same time, our, you know, quad of people are infected with the DG cells. You got, you know, the French guy, Argo, all the shuffle alliance, the shuffle alliance comes in with the respect that they deserve. No, well, they're not. No, I'm talking about um, like the squad, you know, what, whatever their names are. I can't remember all their names. And then the shuffle alliance. George. Yeah. Saishi and all them. Yeah. And oh, sacrifice. Wait, 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 wait. You mean when the original Shuffle Alliance is coming in? First? Yeah, and then they sacrifice yeah. themselves to save them oh, from the DG now I get cells. Why you're not calling them because at the current. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So the Shuffle Alliance, right before, or I guess in the middle of them sacrificing themselves for Domon's friends, they say in unison that it's Domon's responsibility to guide the Shuffle Alliance. Now being the King of Hearts and mm-hmm. these oh, noobs yeah. now that have this new responsibility <laughs> and are also Domon's rivals. Which bless him because yep. that is a scenario in the show of Domon has to basically try and get all of these people situated to, to defeat Devil Gundam. Mm. But they also all have their reasons for needing to win the tournament. So he's asking a lot from them. Yeah. This show is great. It's almost like you have a United Nations to fight the devil. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. Holy cow. And then right after that Shuffle Alliance sacrificing episode, episode 15, you get the Shining Gundam in a super mode fighting Master Asia. Yep. And at the end of whatever kind of blast he does against Master Asia, he walks out of this bright light and flames and he's silhouetted and his eyes are glowing. The the mm-hmm. the mobile suit and it is awesome yeah it, that is like the best thing ever mm-hmm. shining gundam even at its demise which is that's why he ends up getting burning gundam but even in its demise looks great mm. it's sitting there on what's the island oh. i can't remember oh man Anyways, there's an island that do. I can't believe we're all blanking on the name because it is said so many times but uh, oh wait wait it, no it's the uh, guiana highland the guiana <gasps> yes. highlands there that's you where go. They fight, yeah that's where they fight devil gundam is in the guiana highlands because that's their like training arc is mm. there yep and so it's left there just in a cliffside and it looks beautiful in the end credits you get to always remember that gundam yeah and then I, my oh go ahead joe oh, nope sorry nope daniel you could you finish yours oh so obviously my last goosebump moment of the show is the last scene when Domon finally gets his head put on straight and saves Rain because she was unfortunately sacrificed for the Devil Gundam because for some reason the Devil Gundam needs the ultimate form of fertility, which is a woman, to actually function properly. Riddle me that. And uh, he needs to save her by professing his love to her because she didn't want to see him anymore. And yeah, she was um, mad. Well, she was shunted for 
48 I episodes. Know, I, know. <laughs> I know. And then I love how the animators are like, you know what? The final episode to show how powerful their love is. Let's have a manifest the king of hearts that always appears on Domon's hand. Oh my yep. God. When they send that blast <laughs> and they're both doing it. Now that is definitely a goosebump moment. Yeah. That was the so love, love, love Tanky Oken. I think, uh, I think we're going to add that clip right here. Hey, Rain. Remember on the morning of the finals when we were alone? I said that if I won, there's something I wanted to talk to you about. I'm a guy who's ill at ease and knows only how to fight. That's why it's been hard for me to say this. Honestly, I... I... I love you! It's uh, it's one of those things that I, I remember it took you a while to get through this show. But by the end of it, I was actually very s- surprised that you were so uh, enthralled with it. This oh, is one yeah. that it's not like I don't ever throw this out as a recommendation to friends just because I feel like it's so personal to me. But mm-hmm. I might have to start adding it into the thing that I say, hey, you should probably watch that. Oh, yeah. yeah I think this is a good explanation of like how how to sum up your childhood and like what uh, it's a very good way to introduce like someone who's not into anime like hey here's here's a good representation of me and i think this i think this really embodies uh the shuffle alliance that we have together oh absolutely (laughs) um i am the uh ace of spades there we go. Who is the Ace? I don't. I wish I knew which who got what. I just never really paid attention because it's such a weird. You know what the Shuffle Alliance is, but then you never. It's like always in the background. Anywho, yeah. Oh, I know who uh, had the Ace of Spades. Who's that? Motorhead. Motorhead. Oh, you dog! I, you know, <laughs> I walked right into it too. <laughs> uh, perfect. Perfectly done. <laughs> I officially hate you, Joe. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think it's, it's one to see, to believe. Yes. And it is really, honestly, it sounds like when you say this on paper, this sounds like the most insane, absolutely insane show that should not work, but it does. And it's beautiful. It is. It truly is. And I've only seen two Gundam shows now and it's a genre I definitely want to get into and I'm excited to watch because there are other Gundam shows that I want to watch, obviously, to expand my knowledge of the universe and things like that. I don't I can't say this is entirely accurate. Yes, I think I like it because it is so nostalgic, even though I didn't watch anime when I was younger. It has mm-hmm. that art aesthetic feel kind of like what Sailor Moon has yeah. where it gives you that feeling there's a grit to the outlines like yeah it's just got a look and i think possibly also i might like it because it's overtly strong and uh i'm gonna say sexy in a way where like uh i don't want to say like male privilege or anything but like men like fighting for a cause like george like fighting for the love of his country and his woman and domon fighting for the release of his captured father like all of these moral codes that each man is fighting by i think is actually kind of hot in like some way some strange way and it's just really interesting yeah it also wasn't like nobody had to really be like uh oh my woman died so that's what like pushed me forward like Mm. like you said too it's such a such good examples of strong women Mm -hmm. even though there's not very many of them but they are like really there and what alan b yeah is just an absolute powerhouse 
uh, it sucks like how her country is using her and yep. making her go insane. But the that's a Gundam. That, what's so insane is Danielle doesn't like that Gundam, by the way. The Sailor Moon Gundam? No, yeah. I don't like it. I love it. I think it's I think for how cool she is, I think it's slightly insulting how feminine she is. We talked she's about a tomboy. Yeah. So why is the Sailor Moon Gundam that she's it's too feminine? She is. She's strong and powerful. Why does she? Do you want her in Canada's lumberjack Gundam? No, but she, she also gets lifted up, like held in the arms by burning Gundam too. True. Like, yeah, d- ah. Joe, don't remind me because I don't definitely yeah. don't like that part. Yeah, yeah she <laughs> she hates that part. But that what a I, what a I, fun I, ride this show. Absolutely, and I I was gonna say kind of to I mentioned it last time too. I think the next Gundam series we should talk about should be Eighth MS Team because it is one. Uh, short and digestible the art style is like the step right above where g gundam happens mm. where it's like it's it's grit it is my like one of my favorite art styles of that time that 90s gritty anime that like it just feels everything feels so i don't know visceral sure. and um and i and it also it it tells a short like contained story it doesn't have to get overwhelmed with a lot of the other gundam uh war and it's it still connects you to a strong group of characters there's also a female gundam pilot oh there we go that's it man that's great Joe, can't uh, can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day. Uh, join. I can't thank you enough for having me for this. You you know, like I mean, there's there's no shortage of how pumped I've been to talk about. <laughs> with you guys. Yeah. I love coming on here to talk about anything with you guys, but th- this episode especially has been one I've been been gearing up for. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just I I love getting to be a part of this with you guys. It's such a pleasure. We appreciate it. I love it. you guys to death. Oh, Joe. oh, we love you. Goodness gracious. What a sweetie pie, this guy. <laughs> um, Joe, for being here, I know we've already had you plug your your podcast that will be coming back. Would you like to do that one more time? Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, the uh, the why are we like this podcast? I think we're going to now they've been experimenting with uh, another platform at work. Uh, might be using Anchor since it's. Oh, there you uh, go. We've heard of Anchor. Since more of a free aspect of it but that might be a way for us to kind of revive it so it's less uh little easier to kind of maintain sure, uh, so sure. we'll try bringing about that also my wife has uh hey. has a has a business she's running now or a little boutique called ava and eleanor if uh anybody wants to find her on instagram or on facebook or her actual website for that there's some cute outfits there absolutely might, uh, any, any uh things for anybody special ladies out there or just things they might be interested in go take a gander yeah the holidays are coming up i personally shopped um from the boutique last weekend and actually got some items ahead of their drop date so be jealous mm-hmm. and Absolutely. they're excellent quality um nina does a great job in sourcing the items that she buys and just really wants to make sure she has quality that's affordable so Ava and Eleanor, again, you can go find it on Instagram, give her a follow. She's on Facebook and also find her website. Beautiful pitches, both of you. All right. Well, normally I like to let Danielle say goodbye, but in this case, I'm going to edit it so that Domon says goodbye. And when I mean goodbye, I mean...